Hello, everyone, and welcome to the DSM Culture Cast, where we interview leaders and creators in Greater Des Moines arts, culture, food, and philanthropy scenes. I'm Luke Manderfeld with DSM Magazine. I'm excited to introduce our guest today. He's Levi Robb, a local artist and architect. He's made a name for himself by finding beauty in the unexpected, like a junkyard full of cars, porcelain dolls, and black sand from Iceland. We chat with him about his start, creative process, how he finds inspiration, and more. You can also check out our profile on Levi in the January issue of DSM Magazine, which is out now at dsmmagazine.com. And if you missed our last episode, we chatted with local musician Bonnie Finken, who just signed a record deal with an East Coast label. As always, if you want to listen to more episodes like this, be sure to subscribe wherever you get your audio. Also, if you want to check out more great content, go to our social media platforms. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. All right, enjoy the rest of this podcast. I'm here with Levi as we're speaking. Uh, snow is intermittently falling, and we're under a blizzard warning for the morning, but it's warm and cozy in this Zoom call. How's it going, Levi, and thanks for joining us. Good. It's going great. Thanks for having me, Luke. Uh, so I wanted to give our audience a chance to know a little bit about you and your background. Could you kind of take us through a little bit about your background, what you do, that kind of thing? Sure. Um, well, I'm, uh, I guess my background is actually in architecture. Um, just start there. Um, and so I kind of, uh, I work as an architect and I also have a interdisciplinary um, studio arts practice uh, here in Des Moines and kind of uh, several other places across the state, depending on where, where a project's happening. Um, and, uh, you know, I don't really have a, a medium that I kind of uh, stick to. I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm a painter or a sculptor. I kind of let whatever project I'm working on dictate, um, you know, how that's going to come, come about, whether it uh, becomes a sculpture or, a, you know, a painting, a drawing, a, a print. Um, I'd say, you know, I've been trained uh, in kind of spatial design and architectural drafting. So drawing is still kind of my wheelhouse uh, in a way. And, and it's how I use or what I use to document, um, thoughts and ideas and concepts and I carry a sketchbook with me you know at all times and and that's still a big part of my practice I'm originally from the southeast part of the state um, near Burlington and uh, went to school at Iowa State for architecture and then um, have been kind of practicing in in the central part of the state since then so um, yeah how did you get into art was your was your education architecture your first foray into that or have you always been interested in that kind of stuff um a little bit of both my uh my mother is a commercial artist um you know back kind of before computers and so i kind of grew up with her uh, doing a lot of pen and ink and you know xeroxing and kind of uh snipping and collaging and so we were always working uh, on art projects growing up. And then I went into architecture because I was interested in, um, you, you know, spatial design and, and the interaction of, of materials and things like that. And, and then that kind of segued into a fine art practice just through me taking classes in, in college that were fine art classes and also just uh, experimenting with uh, smaller studies in architecture that actually became uh, more sculpture-esque or, you know, fine art, so. 
Um, what inspires you to create the way you do? Because uh, if you haven't read our you know DSM magazine story, you make things out of unlike you make art out of unlikely things like a doll or car, old cars, that kind of thing. Uh, what inspires you to look at that things look at those things a little differently than you know a normal person would? Yeah, I mean, I th- I think I like I said, that's why I try not to get pigeonholed into being um, having one medium and and my art practice. You know, I I I always see it as a kind of a partnership going in where I may have an idea or an original impetus for um, something I want to do, but it's always there's a action reaction that happens with whatever you're dealing with or interacting with. So if that's an object or an image on um, you know, a piece of paper or a spatial condition that has some reciprocity that's, that's adding to that finished work. So it's funny that all these, um, kind of odd jobs I've had, uh, you know, to pay for school or whatever have taught me skills that are now I'm using in my, in my practice. So, you know, for instance, I, I worked road construction for a number of years and part of that process was, you know, repainting the markings on, on roads, um, each year. And, uh, you know, basically the material that allows car headlights to uh, illuminate those markings is, uh, glass sand or glass spheres that are thrown on the wet paint. And so I did a series of, um, well, I guess you'd call them paintings, uh, a couple of years ago that I'm still experimenting with now that started off just as um, me being interested in that material and not knowing how it was going to turn out, but knowing it was going to be applied in the same way that I applied it when I was painting a road. So it was going to be on a horizontal surface on the floor. You know, it was going to be kind of taped off or stenciled off and then just built up with a amount of layers over a period of time and until I, I stopped. And those at the end, you know, you could call them paintings or wall sculptures or whatever you want, but um, it really started with the initial kind of impetus to just um, investigate that material. What was your first uh, light bulb moment where you realized that you wanted to to make art, uh, fine art as you describe it? When What was your first project or your first light bulb moment for you? Well, I think I've, I mean, always been uh, making and creating. Um, so I don't know if there was a you know, an initial light bulb moment, it's just been a slow uh, kind of um, evolution, you know, moving through processes of creating. And, and that's just how I, I kind of know how to live. I don't know any other way of like doing things. So I've always been trying to investigate uh, materials and, and ideas. And, you know, as a kid, I'm, I tried to build, you know, hundreds of tree houses, which were probably all failures at, you know, in one way or another. And, and then you, you know, when you get, get older and you, you know, develop um, certain ideas, you, you know, whether that's coming from being trained in architecture or looking at other people's work and being influenced and inspired, you start to be able to form, um, you know, moments that uh, you think, well, maybe I could, I could make some of this too, or I should just start putting some of this out there and getting, you know, a response to it. So I've always been creating and making, it's just a matter of, um, when I started taking it, I guess, more seriously as an actual studio practice and, and, you know, putting that out there. What's your creative process look like? How do you get an idea to an actual tangible piece of art? Yeah. I mean, I think it, it, for me, it's, it's my head's constantly spinning with, with different concepts and ideas. And it's just about 
refining those ideas and maybe slowing down a little bit and taking a pause and thinking through, uh, you know, one or two um, to get, you know, let those kind of sprout and evolve um, into something else, whether that's a sculpture or, you know, a larger installation piece. And so I keep, like I said, I keep the same size sketchbook. I've done it for over a decade where I go through about three or four a year, they're all on the shelf and it's really just a, you know, you're kind of dumping memory and, and, and thoughts into that. And, you know, you come, you use some of them and you come back to some of them and some of them are just, you know, lost kind of in those, in those books. But I also see um, some of these other drawings I I do, which appear to be kind of conceptualized technical drawings. Um, You know, so a lot of them have a border, a lot of them are using hatches or um, shading techniques that um, architects would use to denote, you know, a sectional drawing of a building's footings or earth or things like that. And those are really just me documenting ideas or thoughts um, for future works as well. So I kind of take those and then, um, you know, sometimes it's it takes a period of time thinking about um, what they can be, what they should be or not even knowing and just moving forward with them and and um, experimenting and investigating and then some rise to the top and some don't. So um, that's kind of my process. There's never ever kind of one, just one project going. I've always kind of had 10 things moving forward at at different paces and some kind of fall off and some get finished. And that's just kind of the way my studio works. Um, And I experiment with uh, furniture and, you know, as well as architecture. So, scale has always been a a huge interest to me, you know, and so thinking about human scale and the interaction of spatial conditions and then everything from, you know, a small piece of art to a piece of furniture to a large piece of sculpture. Those are all things that I'm interested in. So it's really interesting. I've had a few artists on this show and a few of them have said, I can only work on one thing at one time. And I've had people like you, it's like, I can work on all the others. I'm always doing something. Something's always spinning. It's interesting. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the work, uh, you kind of have to do that with some of the mediums I'm using just because uh, I do a lot of um, casting, you know, and mold making. And, um, you know, there's a lot of downtime where basically you have a mold sitting for 24 or 48 hours full of concrete or whatever. And, you know, that gives you time to work on something else or um, so just because of that, that way I, I work and how my practice works, it's just how it's ended up, you know, it's, it's almost like, and I've kind of said it before, but it's, it's similar to how, you know, almost a farm operates where you kind of have to be a jack of all trades, maybe master of none in a certain, you know, certain capacity. Um, but yeah. So what have you been up to lately? What have the last few months looked like? Yeah, it's, um, you know, it's been a, a strange time. Of course I've done, um, I've done a lot of uh, 2D work uh, just because uh, kind of where I've been holding up allows me to to do a lot of works on paper and it's just easy to um, to do some of that. And I also enjoy uh, drawing a lot and, and painting uh, in watercolor. So um, I've been doing a lot of those. I did a, uh, an exhibition uh, with an LA artist, Nicholas Shake, um, in June at Maple Street Construct, which is a gallery in Omaha that I, I show with. And those were some some paintings that are really kind of wall sculptures in a way that are that are uh, cast paint. Um, and so I'm still kind of working through um, some of that uh, as well. And 
you know, it's, it's a lot of things have gotten canceled, um, obviously because of, uh, this year. So, um, galleries are going to more virtual shows, which is, is great to get a larger audience, but also it's, you know, it's, it stinks. You can't be in the, in the same room with, with a piece of art. So I think it's slowly, um, getting back to a, a point where people can make that work through appointments and things, but, um, it'll be nice to just be able to, um, you know, see some actual shows in person and, and look at art in the same room. So, um, because a lot of things have been canceled and I had several shows that, that were kind of postponed, um, one in Iceland and one in Kansas city, I've been trying to spend as much time as I can, uh, thinking through, uh, a new body of work and, and producing that. So, um, I'm staying busy, but it's, uh, it's a lot of, uh, a lot of studio time. So, and so with your full-time position, you've been working on the University of Iowa Art Museum as well, right? How, how has that been going? Yeah, so I've, I've worked with BNIM Architects, and uh, we've been working on the uh, new art museum for the University of Iowa, the Stanley Museum of Art, for um, you know, the past five years or so. And it's um, it's under construction, and it's, it's looking great. So um, everyone's excited to have it completed, and, and be able to use it so yeah what's upcoming for you anything different or is it just going to be continuing to do what you're doing you've been doing yeah it'll be continuing i'm trying to like i say reset up that that show uh, in reykjavik for um you know pending pending covid uh you know next year possibly and then the show a solo show in kansas city um, is also next year so um those are two things that I'm, I'm working towards and there's several other installation, um, events that I'll be participating in, uh, as soon as things get a little more back to normal. But, um, yeah, right now I'm just kind of producing and, 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 you know, it's nice to have time to do that because then it gives you, um, a collection of work that you can kind of refine and edit. That's always important, to, um, to have, you know, 10 things that maybe you can pick one or two of instead of just putting everything out there. So great. All right. Well, I appreciate you taking the time to chat with us and uh, it's been uh, good to catch up and um, talk about your, your background a little bit and appreciate your time. Thanks a lot, Luke. I appreciate it. All right. Uh, you can check out more on Levi Rob. He's in our, just recently our new uh, January issue, the story about him, a great story by Michael Moraine. So make sure to check that out on our website at dsmmagazine.com. And if you want to listen to more podcasts like this one, we're on all of your favorite audio platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, Spotify, Stitcher, and more. We'll talk to you next time.